Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Over the Monster podcast. Uh, for the last time, uh, this is your host, Matt Collins. This is uh, going to be my last podcast at least my last podcast as a member of the staff maybe or maybe not i will come back uh afterwards but uh yeah my last day is today when you're listening to this and then i am moving on from otm but i am here with brian brian joiner as always is joining me for our last show together brian hello hello matt this is a bittersweet day because i'm very happy for you um that you get to move beyond uh the site um as i told you before this and as i've said on twitter you were really good at this the only thing you did poorly was the um agenda for this episode the initial agenda which talked about uh what's going to happen with garrett whitlock next week and what do the red Sox have to do and no we're not talking about crazy any of that. i know we're not talking about any of that we're talking about you and what you've done at the site. And as I told you, um, I am going to conduct an exit interview um, where, wherein I'm going to ask a bunch of questions that I had, just a few, and they weren't going to get to a lot of questions that um, former OTM staffers and OTM enthusiasts posed to me um, in the... Uh, in the time I had to ask them for questions. Um, I'm only pausing right now because a certain former OTM writer DM'd me um, that I, I wasn't expecting to hear from him. Um, so, without further ado, I would like to begin. I bet I have a guess as to who that is. I think you know, and I will get to it. Um, 
it's not unexpected let me put it that way um except for it is uh, all right so matt collins in the time that you were the site manager of over the monster what was your single favorite moment yeah so i obviously i knew this one's coming um i mean obviously it's the boring answer which is the winning the world series in 2018 i mean that's i think he'd have to be kind of crazy not to pick that that was an incredible season an incredible playoff run all of that good stuff but that's kind of a boring answer the one that i kept coming back to and i was thinking about this was from that season um a game against the braves in september i believe it was september um red sox were getting smoked uh they emptied their bench brought in a bunch of scrubs and then the bench came all the way back and brandon phillips had that absolute monster walk-off home run it was an absurd moment and it just kind of just kind of symbolized what that season was and was how dominant that team was was they just put their entire bench in and then came back i don't remember how much they were down by probably like seven eight runs came back brandon phillips of all people hits like a 450 foot walk off um in that game i was not watching most of it i believe i had family in town and i got back around like right when the comeback was starting so i saw all the good parts and i like lost my mind brandon phillips at that home run so that for some reason, that is the moment that just I always come back to as like my favorite moment watching this team in that time. Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense. That was an amazing moment. Like I sort of split the difference and thought you might say the Benintendi catch. Um, yeah, I mean that one was more of a relief than. Like, because the other one, the Red Sox had already basically clinched. There wasn't really, it wasn't really high stakes. The Benintendi catch, I mean, that whole game was a roller coaster. I was like, I'm pretty sure. So my thing when I'm watching like a intense playoff game with the Boston team is I usually sit like an inch away from the TV, um, crisscross applesauce on the floor. So I was in that position and I was just very nervous. And uh, yeah, so that was more of just like an exhale than an incredible moment for me. And uh, because we are recording this on the night of the first game of the NBA Finals, I suspect you're going to be doing that later this evening. Well, that's only when it gets close. So I'm hoping the Celtics just run away and I won't have to do that. But yes, it's a good possibility. All right. So next question is a a question I already know the answer to. Who has been your favorite player over this same period of time? See, I don't think you know the answer to it. Because I'm assuming you think it's Matt Barnes, right? No. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I don't even know. I mean, it's really hard. I go back and forth between a few different guys. I think I'm ultimately landing on Brock Holt. Um, you know, I mean, just the obvious reasons. Um, and Jackie Bradley. It's really him and Jackie Bradley are probably the two guys. Um, if I had to pick somebody, who were you thinking? Devers. By Devers. far, by a yeah. hundred miles, I am. I don't I am, know. I am shocked, and I am like, I I'm happy to be wrong. This is it's a learning experience. But so I I've always it was been be Devers by a mile. Since I was a kid, I've always been like a hipster when it comes to favorite players. I just the superstars are off limits 
for me for favorite players. So I think that's where it comes from. I mean, if I was including stars, it would probably be Mookie. I mean, Mookie was uh, just something else to watch. Obviously, well, I, I Devers, agree but... with you on that, and like that's why I never like I've written two columns on who you sh- your favorite player should be, and Mookie was neither of them. Um, and JBJ was the first one. However, Devers's superstardom I don't think has been cemented until like this year, where like he's clearly. Um, He's he's incredible. So he's always I, uh, been a focal point of the team rather than a role player, I guess would be the delineation I'd make. Well, I'm astonished at this. And, um, I mean, Brock will, I, well, Jackie. I don't think Jackie Bradley should be that much of a surprise. No, 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 no. I mean, I wrote a column saying Jackie yeah, Bradley I mean, he's should the be best. your favorite. He's a little frustrating to watch sometimes. He knocks him down. Was the best. Brock Holt didn't. Brock Holt. Uh, Brock Holt wasn't really a starter, so you could kind of live with him being bad more because it's like he wasn't there every day. Um, but yeah, I mean Bradley still by and large rules. And we'll get to this, but um, in terms of your uh, Twitter output, the Jackie Bradley Jr. content. Much better than the Brock Holt content. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, there were some good Brock Holt ones, but yeah, Bradley. Was, yeah, Bradley's exactly. something special there in that department. All right. So, those were the easy ones. Yeah. Those now are the we're going to get to the harder ones, and the ones that are uh, maybe closer to my heart. But right now, the moment you leave. And this is a very conspicuous timing. What do you think of the Mookie Betts trade? Ugh, what do I think of it? I mean, I don't think of it any differently than I did when it went down. I think it's just less intensely. Um, I mean, it's not like the things, the players that came back haven't really, like, made you think twice about it. Verdugo's fine. I know he's playing horrible, or horribly. He had been until the last couple games, and Downs hasn't been very good. I I mean, I know all that, um, but I mean, nobody in the trade is really breaking out and making me feel differently. I think I'm just apathetic. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word. I just don't want to think about it. Like, the last season was kind of like... It definitely did not make up for the trade. Nothing will make up for the trade, but it was like, at least I can kind of move on and there's like a direction and the season has been as as great, but I still kind of feel that way where it sucked. There's no justification other than being cheap, Um, but at the same time, I just, I don't have the energy to be mad about it anymore, I think is what it comes down to. I just, which is what they're kind of counting on, so it really sucks, but it is what it is. I just can't do it. I can't be mad about it anymore. See, amusingly to me, I think you and I have switched places since last year. Possibly. I, I, because last year when they went on their little run, which I always suspected was going to end like it did. Um, but it was great. I mean, no no shade. It was awesome. It was... Um, yeah, it's like the field... best scenario for that season. That's Exactly. Exactly. But I have found myself 
as Mookie has reestablished himself as yeah his run lately has not helped things and and look to be fair I I saw some tweets today about how Verdugo's barrel percentage is sky high and that's not even about Verdugo though like um, I don't know he's fine he's like a good player but he's I don't know like he's he's not good enough where you can like say that they um got enough back but he's also not bad enough where you can say they got nothing back he's just kind of in that middle zone it's just like whatever yeah i mean look a friend of a friend of mine was saying like oh you know would would you have signed bets to that contract the contract is thing and my answer was i mean absolutely uh yes and next question to my my mind to my mind look he's not even in the top 10 of top paid players this year and while there was a long period of time where there wasn't a ton of inflation in contracts it's gonna happen a and then b the red sox have signed tons of bad contracts and gotten out from under them by just well, that's, biting yeah. the bullet to me also, a season like this that he's having single-handedly justifies the contract beyond the fact that he was the best player in the World Series in their World Series year um, for the Dodgers. He didn't win the MVP, I don't believe, at the World Series, but he was the best player in the World Series. Um, so, I mean, part of this was just putting this in here so I could get mad about it. Um, <laughs> which, well, which, I, go ahead. The, it's just the, what I was going to say is just the, I mean, just generally when people talk about long contracts, it's like, do you, you don't have to win every year. Like, if there's a couple of bad years at the back end of the contract, like, whatever. By the time that comes around, assuming, I mean, yeah, I guess this is about bets, but it's also about Devers, it's about Bogarts. Like, yeah, they might be bad at the end, but think about when you get there. That's going to be after, like, a decade and a half, at least, of just unbelievable production that you're going to have in the back of your head and you're not going to care about the contract the same way that most sane people didn't care about dustin pedroia's contract hampering them i mean some people brought it up because they're psychos but most people didn't care because he's dustin pedroia and it's just that's the way these contracts work they get underpaid for the early part of their career and they get overpaid at the end and in the middle they're awesome and then they get what they deserve so that whole line of um logic is mostly what's around people that don't like the mookie deal and it just it drives me nuts yeah, and I think that people look at a contract like Miguel Cabrera's and say, well, like, you know, that is what you're trying to avoid. The, the fact is the Tigers could have gotten out of that contract at any point by... They also signed it, like, three years before they had to. I mean, that was a different... It was a different thing. All right, that's like he, fine. He had a code. All right. I don't know. All right, here we go. Here, here, Here's a big one. Who's the better GM? Hiam Bloom or Dave Dombrowski? Yeah, I kind of knew that someone was coming. I don't know. I mean, I, I, you, I mean, I think you have to go Dombrowski just because he has. I mean, he has. He's had so much success, right? I mean, it's not a, it's not an insult to say somebody's a worse GM than Dave Dombrowski. I certainly think I like Bloom more than you, and I know you don't hate Bloom, and you've been a fan of many things he's done. I don't. I mean, I think the obvious answer is that something's in the middle. 
given what the Red Sox ownership wanted to do um, when Dombrowski was let go, I think Bloom was a better option. Whether or not ownership was right and what they wanted to do is obviously a totally different discussion. Um, but I think Bloom is a really good GM. I mean, I think he's if he's given the leash, which knowing this ownership group, it's not really a guarantee. I think he could build something special here in Boston. Um, but if I have to answer the question right now, I mean, Dombrowski's had success with like a million different franchises. Bloom's leading a front office for the first time. It has a trip to the ALCS, one really bad season, and then a season right now where you don't really know what direction it's going to go into. So um, ask me again in 10 years, I might have a different answer, but right now I think it has to be Dombrowski. I mean, obviously I agree. I, the, the, what I disagree on is that I'm not sure that given the leash, I, I mean, at this point, I'm not sure that given the leash that High M Bloom is going to use it. I think that... I'll know a lot we, more by next spring, I think. I, I really... I, I'm still, like, cautiously optimistic about the Bogarts and Devers situations, which is coloring my answer. If it's clear that neither of those is going to happen by next spring, then, yeah, I'll, I'll have a totally different answer. But I still am, see, like, weirdly confident, especially in Devers. I'm very, I'm very pessimistic on Bogarts. Very. Yeah, I probably should be because of that lowball offer. Um, I don't know. I just, some of it might just, I mean, a lot of it's probably just wishful thinking. I think he really wants to be in Boston. Like, I think that's in, and not that I'm one of those people that doesn't think that Mookie, that, like, think, thought Mookie, like, actively didn't want to be here or anything, but I don't think Mookie, like, wanted to be in Boston. Like, I don't think that was, like, at the top of his priority list, um, which is fine. I think that's the case for the vast majority of professional athletes, um, but I think Bogarts, like, specifically wants to be in Boston, which is why I'm a little more confident. See, I think Whether he wants to be want in Boston, but he wants to play shortstop. To me, that I don't the... think that's. I don't think he does. I think he wants to get paid like a shortstop, um, which he should. But I, I think he. I mean, he said in the. I know he said recently that he didn't want to change, but I kind of read that as he didn't want to change right before the season. Uh, but he's, he's like, intimated in the past that he'd be open to a move. Um, so I'm not really that. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll move. I think if he gets paid. Like a superstar shortstop, which, yeah, give him that contract, I think he'll move. And so I think this is where we may diverge a little bit because I don't think Haim Loom wants to pay anyone like they're, just, they're a superstar. Which is why I think I they know. have I... Trevor Story. Because he's not yeah. paid like he's a superstar. He's paid like no, he's, he's paid a very, him. very good player. Yeah, he's but in not... the next tier down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess... I guess we just haven't seen it, and I don't really consider the Mookie deal as a signal that that's the case. I think he will be willing to sign that deal, especially. I mean, ownership—it's all about ownership. If the owners want him to do it, he'll do it. Like, I don't think he's opposed to having good players. I think he just, given a certain budget, he'll spend it. He'll probably spread it around more than somebody like Dabrowski, who will go a little more stars and scrubs. Um, but I think if ownership tells him that he has the money to do that, I don't know. I just, I think he's too smart to not want good baseball players. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, like, my brain can't comprehend him not wanting good baseball players. Being a, well, I, presumably I mean, I agree, guy. but I think that he wants, I, the only part I disagree on is that I think that 
the the daylight between the ownership and Bloom, I think is, I used to think what you are saying now, but I think it's a lot smaller than I than I initially thought. I think that in and in this way, it's a good hire for them that his theory of team building dovetails ex exactly with what what they want to do. So I don't entirely pin it on ownership. However, it's not like I'm going to say good things about ownership. Um, I think they with... recognize the value in like a guy, though. Like the Red Sox have always had a guy. Had, they had obviously had Ortiz for so long. They had Pedro. They had I mean Manny. You can throw in there, uh, Pedroia. I mean they've always had that guy. I know they traded away Mookie, but I just I don't know. I mean I just can't imagine them. I definitely can't imagine them losing both. And I just I don't know. Until I see Bogarts in another uniform, it's just hard for me to believe it's going to happen. It just feels like it can't. I I that is before. totally fair. But it I you think say a guy, Mookie. and to me a guy is Devers, and we'll see yeah. if. It might be. I mean, that might be the case. But, I mean, they could be the maybe Devers and – I mean, look, they sort of have been, like, since Mookie has been gone, they've been the Tatum and Brown, to put it a certain way. I'm actually – my last column is going to be about that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. alert. Hey. Um, all right. So the last question before we get to the um, OTM enthusiast questions are – what do you think happens with this team in the next year, three years, five years? Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, this year, I don't. I mean, I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I think they're going to be five hundred ish. Um, they're going to be in like the periphery of the wild card race, and then like a week out, it'll be like official that they'll be out. Um, and then three to five, I think they'll win another World Series in there. Why not? I don't see why they can't. They have so much. I mean, the part of this is that I think they're going to keep Bogarts, but I mean, you get Bogarts and Devers, and you get guys like Casas, York. I mean, they have a lot coming up. They have, I mean, they're still the Red Sox. I expect that they will make big signings, even even if we're kind of like even in the Trevor Story realm. Like, I, I think they'll do what they have to do. So, yeah, within five years, I think they'll win another World Series. Okay, that seems pretty bold to me. Um, it is pretty cool. I think, but the thing is, I don't have to be held accountable for any of this anymore. I can say whatever I want. I mean, that's what you think you, you <laughs> that's what you think is true. But, um, like, I'm old. I'm not that old. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Um, I don't think we're going to make it fun. My fear, my, my fear is that they enter the Rays like and look it's just it, it's informed by blooming from the Rays and his strategy being I don't really buy that you know I just don't um he wasn't the guy in oh, well I mean he he did work for the Rays before so if you don't buy that yeah so then... did uh Friedman I mean look what the Dodgers do I don't know I mean, I'm not, I don't think the Red Sox are going to be the Dodgers either. I'm just saying I don't. But I just don't know yes, the but then when you say that the owners are calling shots, the Dodgers owners are clearly not operating the same way as the Red Sox owners. Yeah, but I mean, the Red Sox, say what you will, the Red Sox owners have won World Series, and I, they get they get panicky when they don't. 
that's the other part of it. I mean, I can see them having a couple bad years, and then all of a sudden they sign like the four top free agents. They pull a Steve Cohen because ownership is just sick of it. I mean, that's sort of their. I mean, it hasn't been that extreme, obviously, but that's been their MO. That's how Dombrowski got hired in the first place. They were sick of Charrington. It's just. So, I mean, I could see that happening, and that's how they won a World Series, too. I hope Dombrowski and the Red Sox owners have like a, a Billy Martin and Yankees type relationship. They, they just keep it. hiring him when they want to win. I don't know. I've watched the Phillies a couple times this year. <laughs> it's not. It's not great out there. I mean, it's it's amusing that we are uh, recording this on the twelfth anniversary of the Armando Galarraga, um, one hit, perfect game. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and and like it, it, when he's when the runner is ruled safe, they 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 pan up to Dombrowski, who's got his hands in his l- luscious hair looking just terrified by the whole thing um all right well i'd probably take that bet because i think it's a oh, unless you're the dodgers that they won't i mean that's, unless the, I unless you're the dodgers and the dodgers have only won once um yeah recently. i think you say that about any team in baseball the smart money is that they won't that's just so what you're saying nonsense. is your bet what what you're said saying is your bet was st- is dumb money. So that's fine. You said that. I didn't say it. You yeah, did. That's fine. All right. All right. Those are the questions I had. And now we are going to go to questions from you're going to know who all these people are. Um, over the monster contributors, enthusiasts, emeritus editors. <laughs> that Who could that be? Um, Good question. But we will start with, um, you might not remember this guy. He wrote, he wrote a few things. Um, his name is, uh, I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Jun Lee. And he works for a company called S- Espen. S- uh, Espen. Sounds funny. Um, yeah. So he uh, wanted to know. What your pitch would be for being on Sox Appeal? Oh man! Oh god, this is not a question I'm ready for. I didn't know they had pitches. First of all, uh, I don't know if they do, but he was he just wanted to know. And look, you can just do it very generally. Um, but so uh, this is like if I want to be like like be on a date in the show, correct? This is correct. Like a real world style video, yes. Okay, well, well, he didn't specify, but I'm speaking for him and saying yes. Yeah, well, that's what I'm picturing. Um, jeez. If I'm being honest, I'll get to a real answer. But if I'm being honest, I'd be the absolute worst uh, contestant on a show like that. I, I would be horrified by the thought of it. Um, let's see. You know, I like the Red Sox. Um, I'm willing to pay. For the date, although I guess that would be covered by Nessun. Um, I'm more pitching a girl right now, I guess, than Nessun. Um, my mother's told me I'm handsome. I get that going for me. Um, I just got a new job. She told me I was handsome, so too. So that helps. Okay, well, that's rude. Um, yeah, I just got a new job, so, you know, things are looking up. Um, and I like long walks on the beach. 
I don't know. That was a terrible answer. I was uh, not prepared for that one, and I get nothing. I think that your actually your initial reaction was the best answer, which was, I'd be terrible at this, and I think that more than half of the people, if you were on this and you were trying to court them, would be like, "Yeah, this sucks. This is stupid. Yeah, I'm I'm into that." Um, so yeah. no, I would be like terrible in a not entertaining to watch way. I mean the. People making the show don't care if the date goes well or not. They just want people to be entertained watching it. In and fact, they probably want it to go poorly. Yeah, that would be probably ideal. All right. Um, we're going to move on to at Ballher, who asks, do you have a microwave yet? I do. Um, I guess it's technically not mine. I did not purchase it, but I do have use of a microwave. Um, so, again, I am moving up in the world. Okay, so let me just ask a follow-up question. How do you how do you like it? Uh, you know, it's nice. It's not as good, but it's definitely more convenient. Um, but you know, I uh, not as good as I've what? I've gotten used reheating stuff in the oven as opposed to the microwave. It just do you, are you aware that time is money? I'm not. Tell me more. Um. So. What so we have limited time on this earth, and (laughs) if we spend less time cooking our food, we can have more time making money. Though I don't think most of us spend the the, the subsequent time making money. I'll tell you what, it's definitely, I mean, obviously, I prefer having a microwave, um, but reheated pizza is so much better in the oven than microwave. I, 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 mean, I, that, mean, I, I usually cold pizza is great too but i'm just saying if you kept the time obviously you wanted to the oven and i just lived a life of reheating everything in the oven so i think that this is um i mean first of all what you say is absolutely true obviously but i feel like it's a it's a red herring because that's like there are so many things that are helpful to have a microwave for you just went to the thing that is i don't the drink best tea either i think that's another big one that people like microwaves for no, tea is disgusting. Like, why? Who, yeah. But there's a huge percentage of people who believe, and I am not one of them, that heating up your tea water in the microwave is sacrilege. I mean, I, I don't know the rules of tea. I don't know. Anyways, but the reason I had a, I didn't have a microwave for a very long time is because I just had a very small kitchen. It wasn't any, like, anti-microwave take or anything like that. I don't... So I went to Ikea... Uh, this weekend and i don't think you realize how small microwaves can be or you don't care what was the uh what was liz lemons the uh fun cooker yes wasn't that a little mini microwave yes a fun and then then they went to fun cooker classic because uh yes yes all right we're gonna move on um lisa aka nevada bosox nv bosox um Wants to know if you are bringing the sign with you and if you will still be tapping the sign. Oh, uh, yeah, the sign comes with me wherever I go. It's, uh, Fuck! It's very I wanted the sign! No. I'm not necessarily taking over the site, but I wanted the sign. Yeah, the sign stays in my pocket. It's a very small sign. Alright. Brett Cowett, who, who we both know very well. Um, wants to know if you still love Mauricio Dubon, who, and I told you this before the show, 
I had looked into getting a cameo from Mauricio Dubon, which... Well, me and him are friends. He probably would have done it for free. For some reason, is $250. Um, though I think the reason is that he probably makes the minimum uh, and, you know, could no, use he the money. Makes the minimum. Yeah, he definitely wow. does now. Well, he was in a Giants uniform on the cameo page, and he is on the Astros now. So, the, you know, he there's is. been... He probably hasn't looked at that in a long time. He probably. But do you still love him is the question. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, I mean, look, I, he's such a fun player to watch. I know he's kind of bouncing around. He's kind of fringy major leaguer. But just like the type of player he is is my favorite kind of player. He's fast. He hits line drives. He makes a lot of contacts. He's plays good defense up the middle. Can play a lot of different positions. He's just, yeah, he's the best. And he... Yeah, you know, you know the whole thing on Twitter with me and first player from Honduras, and everybody's ever met him says he's like the greatest guy ever. Yeah, I mean, we can what what's not to love there? Just so everybody knows, when Dubon got traded from the Red Sox, he preemptively added Matt on Twitter and said, "I'm sorry, I that he had already been trade. following me." Let's get the facts straight. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I understand. I didn't say he followed you. I said he added you. God, this guy, he's out one foot out the door and he's just making shit up. All right. Next question. Baseball furry. You know him very well. First of all, and this is a, an earnest thing. He said, you are half the reason that he loves watching the Red Sox. Um, so yeah, it's great. But then he asked, can I give up on Dahlbeck? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, assuming that doesn't mean I'm like committing to him having zero percent chance of success, but yeah, I mean, I would say I'm. It, it, anything would be a pleasant surprise at this point. I'll put it that way. I do. I am not expecting him to be more than a bench player at this point. Yeah, when he asked me, I said I could tell you the answer now, but I'm going to ask Matt anyway because yeah, because and I, yeah, I mean, it, it stinks. I mean, who doesn't like a big, just a guy who hits stingers, but. It just doesn't look like it's going to work. The next question is one that I really am loath to ask. Um, and it's from Keaton DeRocher. Who? And he asks, who's your favorite Keaton it over the monster? Um, probably Shelly. Yeah, that's good. I told Keaton that I would... Um, if he hadn't given me the question so late, I would have scrambled very quickly to find another key to sign up to the site. Um, so you would have an option. <laughs> so, uh, Michael I think Keaton I, might be a member. We don't know. We don't, we can't definitively say that he's not. He's Batman. Um, That's right. all right. Um, your predecessor, Mark Normand. Uh, would like to know why did you trade Mookie Betts? Um, he wouldn't follow me on Twitter, and it was just getting kind of awkward. So, you know, I figured one of Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, or Connor Wong would. They haven't, but there's still time. Yes, but initially you wanted Bruiser get Bruiser greater all. That's right. Um, but he told me he definitively would not, so I had to move on. Matthew Corey would like to know who's your favorite Matt. 
Uh, me. Uh, that's a that's a big upset because he thought it was going to be um, him. Um, that's, I'm sorry. Gavin Blackburn would like to say that he is uh, very sad that you're leaving, um, and he wanted to know why there were people who disagreed with both of you that minor league teams should not be named after major league teams. Wait, didn't you say they should be? I'm not talking about me right now. I'm going to in a second. I'm just asking the question that he gave me. Wait, I'm confused. What am I being He agrees with you, and he wonders why people like me exist. That was his question. Um, You know, evolution and survival of the fittest is sort of an ongoing thing. So there's still some duds that show up in the population every once in a while and you just gotta you just gotta deal with it right so i would throw that right back at you and say that do you know what survives is the strong so what you do is you take the strong like the red Sox, and you apply it to the minor league teams so that they then survive but on a serious note i would say like if I remember when I was, God, I can't remember. I was like 11. Um, And I was visiting a family member of my mom that I had like never met before. And he was taking me to a Richmond Braves game. And they were the triple or double. I don't know. I think they were triple A. Um, And to me, I was, this probably informs the whole thing for me. I was super excited because I was seeing it was clear to me why I was seeing the Braves team. Like, oh, this is the Braves. You didn't have to explain to me like, oh, you're seeing the Yard Goats, but they're actually, they're going to be Rockies. And I would have been like, well, I don't, I, I don't understand. That doesn't make sense to me. And yes, obviously. I don't think we should make decisions based on what makes sense to children. That's just my take. Again, I don't have to be held accountable for anything I say anymore. I mean, I went to Spinner's games as a kid. I grasped it. And look how good you turned out. I don't know. I just think it's boring. I think it's fun to get new names and you get things like, I mean, you said the Yard Goats. It's one of the best names. Yeah, I mean, in fairness to you, that... hmm. That's a poor decision on your part. In fair, well, not entirely, because I um, think that it takes a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. That's, that's all I'm saying. All right, moving on from this. I don't want to have you embarrass yourself anymore on this one. Um, I appreciate it. Mike Carlucci, OTM staff member, wants to know your favorite socks gif. Oh, I don't know. Do I have a favorite socks gift? I'm sure. I mean, I'm blanking right now. I guess probably... Well, it doesn't have to be from my time, I guess. Uh, it's got to be the Koji High Five one, then. Right? I mean, that's classic. Fine, but from your time. Go ahead. Think I don't think one. I have one from my time. Is my yeah, opinion. you do. I know what it is. 
actually, well, it's not the Red Sox, the team, but there's one that I made of like the Nesson camera slowly zooming in on uh, Dennis Eckersley, like the giant mask, the mascot with the giant Dennis Eckersley head in uh, Oakland, and it slowly zooms in on his expressionless face. Um, I like cried laughing for like five minutes when they when I saw that in real time. So I think I'll go with that one. False. It's it's the Christian Vasquez dancing and doing the uh, Pulp Fiction dance. Sorry. Okay. You you, no, you were incorrect. You were incorrect. Yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> um, there's a question that I had, but then Shelley also had. What's your favorite Red Sox photo um, from your time? It feels so wrong to just narrow it down to one. Um. I mean, is it between so the Fro and the Raphael Devers? Is that what it's between? Honestly, I think Devers would probably be like five. Um, well, then it's, it's a good thing Fro. you're leaving because you've lost the fucking plot. Well, okay. Well, listen. I mean, some of them are just classics. Like, the Bogarts holding up that sign. Um, very underrated, I think. It is a very... It is both cool and, like, clearly trying too hard to be cool. Like, it's Bogart, so he pulls it off, but also it's kind of like a corny look. Um, that one makes me laugh. Uh, all of the Kike Hernandez ones, I mean, take your pick. I, I guess my favorite one is the one where he's, like, lying down on the table. Um, but, I mean, those are all phenomenal. And then the Mookie Betts classic, the one where it all started, um, was Mookie Betts at spring training in a hat, and, uh, and like, a straw hat and uh, sunglasses, so... I don't know. I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with the fro with Jackie Bradley. I mean, it's just, yeah, I yeah, I think that's probably my favorite one. It's incredible, and it's 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 a good blend of. So I think that the reason I prefer the Devers one is that it's not posed, whereas the other ones are all. Po- and look, we're deciding between children here. These are all amazing. Um, but the Bradley one is a beautiful mixture of being posed, but also being spontaneous. Um, ben and just, had some good ones too. Now that I'm thinking back, I'm trying to think of like players from like 17, 18. Ben and Teddy had some really good ones with his hair. I mean, certainly I think if you're, if you're going to go to who had the best idea for photos, Enrique Hernandez wins in a landslide. Like hey, those are so good. Yeah. Those like he's, so good. He's, it's incredible. Um, but my personal favorite is the Devers just because it's... I mean, it's very funny. It's everything about him and it's not posed. And it's, I can't, yeah, I can't believe you couldn't that, take that You couldn't take that picture again if you tried. Like, and that was during... I don't I don't know what caused that reaction, but that was during spring training. Like That is like spring training around field Devers. It's just so good. All right. Next question. From... Um, our neighbor, Craig Goldstein, um, the editor of Baseball Prospectus, uh, will you still have Red Sox thoughts? Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Unless I find, like, a severance-type deal and I can give that to my Annie. But, no, I think they're always going to be with me, unfortunately. Um, and then let me check because I had one more here. Um, and Bob Osgood. OTM member says, how liberating is it that you can finally root for the race? Oh, fuck you, bud. That's, that's cheap. 
Absolutely not. The one thing I, the two things I will never do is root for the Sixers or root for the Rays. So you put the Rays below the Yankees, it sounds like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've said that before. That's not a new take for me. Absolutely. I fucking hate them. I hate what they represent, and mostly I just hate those teams from, like, late aughts, early 2010s. Madden and Fernando Rodney and Evan Longoria, who's never had an OPS of 900. Just, you know, I I hated those teams. Hated those teams. It's pronounced Ava Longoria, and of course she didn't. She's an actress, Matt. Um, just to wrap it up, like uh, I, as you sort of guessed, Brent, Brendan O'Toole, uh, who wrote for the site for a long time and was probably the best writer who's ever been yes. on, over the monster, um, said that you did a hell of a job ram- wrangling a site that would drive a lesser person to walk into the mystic. Um, and... I uh, just wanted to pass along his best wishes, as do I. Um, that's all the questions I have. If you have anything final to say, I would recommend doing it now. Um, you know, I I really am gonna miss it. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, there's a lot that I'm really excited about not having to do anymore. Uh, there was a lot of the job that got tedious, and um, it wasn't always my favorite thing to do every day. But I'm gonna miss um, the interaction. I think the most, you know, the comment sections, the Twitter people. Um, it was. It's been a long time, and it's been a big part of my life. So thank you to everybody who read along the way. And uh, yeah, I just I always appreciated it, and I never really expected that this many people would have would ever care what i had to say so thank you for caring i appreciate it well folks he's gonna have a column today when you read this but that's a wrap for matt collins at over the monster um as i said to him before this and i will say to you now he was so good at this it was um it was is really bananas, and it was uh, it was awesome to see and follow. Uh, it makes following the Red Sox way more fun than it would have been otherwise, and that is not simply the case because someone is doing it. It was because he was doing it. It's great. So thank you, Matt. Um, and uh, yeah, you can have the final word and take us home. All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um... I guess I'll do the same spiel because that's what you have to do to end, end a podcast. I think the Secret Service comes and kills you if you don't say all this stuff. So uh, rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I guess I'll give my actual Twitter handle today because... Uh, it's unlocked now, the so which is one. nice. It is unlocked. Yeah, well, I found a job so I can unlock it. Um, yeah, my actual Twitter handle is Matt R Y Collins. Uh, Brian is at Brian Joyner. Brian with a Y. Joyner with an I. And uh, yeah, I will have couple more things up today when you're listening to this i will be doing the game tonight which i only realized a couple days ago it's a west coast game which is a uh, cruel and fitting ending um but yeah so i will have a few more things up on the site but again thank you everybody so much um it has been a blast and uh yeah i'll still be around the internet so we'll talk again <laughs>